Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. Today Thank I'm joined you. by <laughs> today I'm joined by somebody who helped me along the way get here. And the roles are reversed, Mr. Brandon Turner. Oh man, you helped me along the way. So uh, this is gonna be fun today. We're talking about the recession that's coming and more specifically how to avoid uh, losing everything in that recession, not by the tactics, but by maybe a little bit more than tactics, maybe the way that you think about recessions, how to recession proof yourself, right? Is that the, is that the kind of key to that? Yeah. Let's talk about becoming recession proof, right? You know, cause okay. uh, people are panicking. I'm hearing a lot of clients around me and go abundance and they're freaking out, mm. but, but what, but people have been freaking out financially in some format for the past couple of years, right? And yeah. and one of the, one of the interesting conversations I have with people, especially a lot of the Go Abundance community, I'm just like, what was the past two years of you love? like? They're like it was amazing, but they hear yeah. the word recession, and they start to panic. Yep. So like, is is are recessions optional? Do you get sucked in? Does the external situation actually impact you? Like, what's your experience been when? Like, were you in real estate in 2008? I don't really know when you started. I was. Yeah, I started in like 07, 08. So I was there for the crash and then the rise up. Uh, yeah, I jotted down some notes ahead of time thinking like, what does that mean to recession proof oneself? And the first thing I wrote was exactly what you're getting alluding to now. I said, I, I, had, I, I forced myself to shift to a mindset of opportunity and not fear, right? Because the majority of like, if you look back on all history, most wealth is built during times of recession. That's yeah. when wealth happens. So we are, if we are going to go into a big recession here, which we might, this great, this is great. This is the time that we're ready. This is where wealth gets built. This is where we're going to build at the bottom. Now you don't want to lose everything on the way down, and we can talk some stuff about that. But yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in that. Like wealth is built in recession recessions as long as you can keep that opportunity mindset and not the fear mindset. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it's all it's also relative, right? In 2008, I didn't have a lot of money. Mm. So if you don't own any real estate and you didn't have and you were, you know, I wasn't broke, but I just had a W-2 job and I had a job when the market tanked, it didn't do anything to me. Yeah. Right. And right now, if we look around, regardless if there's recessions or interest rates, people are still doing deals. Yeah. People are still doing deals. People are still making moves. And, and really like, and, and there's this concept I've been exploring a lot lately. And because when you think of becoming, and it's the concept of becoming financially fearless, mm. because when, when you ask, and I, and you and I've been are, are around a lot of people, a lot of wealthy people, you know, in the, in the masterminds and communities we're in. And one of the interesting things I've noticed that even in like GoBundance and even in the higher level groups, you still have highly successful people operating in scarcity. Yes. Even though they've got a big pile of money they're sitting on, right? Yeah. So, so financial scarcity. You know, I, I when I when I when I first think about fi being coming financially fearless, people think about oh, having a a mountain of money that's so big that it can never run out, mm. right? But that's still from the frame of scarcity. So, the the concept I've been exploring, which really comes into the recession proof idea, is really. Financially fearless is not having a mountain of money that will never go away. It's never being afraid of not having money because you always know you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, waterfall analogy or metaphor that I've used a lot over the years, which was, you know, a lot of people think that, that, uh, 
that money is like a, a river that's drying up and it, sometimes it's wide and sometimes it's really small and there's not much left. And they're always trying to like, you know, get into the, and trying to get what's there. And I always think of it more as a waterfall. It, just, it constantly flows. Trillions of dollars of transactions happen every day in every industry. I mean, all over. And so the key is, can you just stick your cup in the waterfall and pull it back out? Uh, and you have a full cup. And I really believe that that is not a, a, a tactical thing as much as a mental thing. Like when you approach the world with that mindset of abundance, that there is money flowing all the time, even in recessions, and you're going to go get it and you can get it and you believe that you can get it, you're going to get it. Like, I really believe that. Now, is it easier for some and harder for some? Sure. Right. Like I was born on third base. Right. I mean, like I, I'm in America and and I'm I'm super privileged in all these ways. Yes, it's easier for me. But so, I mean, like you can look at any any country, you can look at any uh, race, gender, person type and find successful people who have dominated in a down market. So were they lucky? Or is there maybe something more to it, yeah. right? And so I'm a big believer, big believer in in the abundance mentality of there's always more. It's a waterfall. Dip your yeah, cup in it. and and what I've seen is, I, and I get I get to see this unique kind of cross section of people, successful at different levels of success, different levels of of of, of mindset. And and the thing we always forget is that like in the next moment, in the next week, you can either find an amazing deal or you can find a terrible deal. What's the difference, yeah. right? What's the difference, right? You know, and, and what I've kind of found is like, if you're a, if you if you're in a happy mindset, you'll think happy thoughts. If you're in a sad mindset, you'll have sad thoughts. If you're in a abundant mindset that will always find deals, then you'll always find deals. Yeah, I really believe that too, because and and I don't know if that I'm, I'm curious your thoughts. Like, is that because when you have the right mindset, the abundant mindset or frame, maybe to use your words, like. Mm your actions almost flow naturally because that's just what that person does. Like when your identity is somebody, maybe that's, maybe that's a word to use here. Like your identity is somebody who just lands the deals, no matter what the market is, then your actions will just naturally follow that because that's just what you do. Just like if you're at if your mindset, your frame, whatever was a runner, you naturally just run. Like that's just what you do. Yeah. It's it. Well, in the perspective that I've been exploring for the past few years is alignment. And, and the thing that kind mm, yeah. of makes my brain work is like, you know, your body and my body are made of atoms. We know that life responds to us. Sometimes life responds great. Sometimes life doesn't respond at all. Um, and what I've actually discovered is life responds to you based on the frequency of you. And, and the simple example mm. is happy thoughts, happy frequency, happy mindset, happy thoughts, sad frequency, sad mindset, sad thoughts. And most people are in constant reaction to their present situation, Right. You, for example, have gone through a lot more of the ups and downs, so you have resolved the misalignments during market and cash flow fluctuations that other people haven't. Sure. So when you see things like that, you're less phased. The big challenge that for the average person has is they hear this and they see this information. They're trying to grow their, their business or their investing. They're hearing recession, recession, and they think, and, and, and if they hadn't turned on the TV, they would have felt fine and wouldn't have seen it everywhere. Yeah. Right. It's like just yep. because there's just because there's parts of the playground on fire doesn't mean you need to set yourself on fire. Yeah. There's a quote of the day. <laughs> so so the thing really comes like, can you like live in your own reality regardless of external stuff that's going on? Hmm. So 
How does somebody who's who's feeling right now fearful? They're like, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to build this real estate business or trying to build this dog petting business. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, but there's a recession coming. I might just want to contract and not go outside my comfort zone because there's a recession coming. What do you say to those people? Well, if they're they're if they're having fear or they're a negative emotion, that's a state of reaction. Right. Mm -hmm. So the number one thing you want to do is you want to get out of reaction because if you're just like you're having an argument with something, like if you get an argument with your partner and you're mad, your next response isn't going to be the best response. So it's mm -hmm. like we have to process that reaction because that reaction is resistance. So we're not thinking clearly. So the first thing is like if you're actually feeling scarcity or fear, you need to process the fear. And the way to do that is to literally stop, like literally breathing for 30 seconds changes. Most emotions only run for a minute anyway. So you yeah. literally just stop. It'll go away and really start to focus on what you believe is the truth because we have, you have a source, two sources of information, just like I do, right? Our brain is giving us a feed and our gut is getting us a feed. And, and that, especially at times like this, when market conditions are changing, those are the times when your intuitive guidance is going to be the best way. And social conditioning, your socially conditioned response, response is going to give you the average thing. Yeah, like I could be, I could be talking to two different clients who are real estate investors, and one of them is thinking, thinking they should take some action, but they're really their guts telling them to just take six months off, and the other one is telling mm -hmm. them to dive in right now, because life is whispering to us, right? You have that that guidance that's in your ear. So when times are like this, when you start to listen to that, but the simple thing to understand is that if you're feeling fear or financial scarcity. Especially feelings of financial scarcity. It it means there's a path. Now we can say you're not on the right path if you're feeling financial scarcity, but I like to say it a different way. If you're feeling financial scarcity, it means there's a path you could be on that where you won't feel that. Mm. Can you explain that a little more? To learn more or to get help implementing any of this, visit jasondreescoaching.com.